And we are live. Welcome to the Separated at Birth podcast. I am your host, Roman Wins, joined by my brother from another mother, from the, the sniz that just keeps on and gives the full measure. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to the great Memorial Day here in the U.S., a day that marks the beginning of summer, time to get lit. How the hell are you, my friend? I'm good at you, man. Um, time to get lit. I think we spent the entire weekend already conquering that problem. So it's like time to get fucking unlit right now. <laughs> time to get electrolytes because I've been dehydrated for four days drinking with you, my friend. Um, it, it, I, uh, it's been a rough one. It's been a yeah. rough one. Um, I, I felt... Like, I mean, I went into Saturday, like, um, like already with like a hangover. So I was like, okay, cool. But you know, like how, so, you know, like if you've been, if you've had like two or three heavy nights, right. It makes mm -hmm. you almost like bulletproof, like the next night. Like it takes like a little bit more to get you, to get yeah. you going. Right. And I fucking smashed right through that wall, <laughs> like a fucking animal. So, um, so I felt, I felt ragged on sunday i'm not gonna lie it was like one of those like i got out of bed because uh, because we've been taking care of these people's cats again but we were doing it at their house so it's like every fucking morning at like 7 30 me and the wife we walk like fucking two kilometers and then go feed these cats and then so i did that we bought some cappuccinos and some croissant ate that shit on the way home and they just went like straight back to bed <laughs> i <Croissant>. was done <laughs> croissant. Oh, croissant. but um but tell me something you were frying up a fucking insane storm yesterday uh you were cooking on all cylinders so uh, was it a big success there over at casa de roman like what it, happened man it was a massive success so we do sizzling Saturday, you know, we hang out, we drink for an ungodly amount of time during your stream. Then I run over to the butcher shop. I get a 15 pound whole brisket and I start cooking immediately. Still oh. hung, like still like drunk and hungover and just not well. <laughs> like all of it, it's a hot all mess. All of it at <laughs> once in like 90 degree heat, like, you know, it's like 33 over here. And like, I'm just like, I cook until 3 a.m. because the dang beef didn't want to get to temperature oh. then i then i then i sleep for a few hours wake up at 8 a.m. to continue cooking and then i cook all the way until the party starts at 5 p.m. my time and through that whole while on on sunday when you're manning a fire you well, have you to have hydrate, a beer baby. you gotta and hydrate so i'm just holding a beer just going 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 all my guests come at five and i had been drinking since 8 a.m and Yo. so i i'm i'm five thinking i'm noon five in the so afternoon you did like 12 hours of drinking basically before they came yes slow rolled and then the then everybody brings more drinks gray goose i had about i had about 30 people here i had two pork butts a, a brisket a ton <laughs> of food and just kept powering through dude holy I, shit I texted you in the morning. I was like, I feel like this weekend took 10 years off my life. My liver is seizing. I have to, I'm just pounding like electrolytes, like just to bring me back. But the show is here and there's something about this show. It brings me to life, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm with my boy. We're talking and we have the people. We have I all have of you guys out there. I have like uh, I I feel like I'm in a fucking fever dream or something like that because I I did a day at the office today, and oh. you know do you know how simultaneously a day can fly by but also feel like the slowest fucking thing under the sun, 
Like it, it's it's literally like one of those movie scenes where it like speeds up and then slows down and speeds it. Like it's basically like a fucking what do you call it? Um, what's his name? The director that jumped off the fucking bridge. Uh, <laughs> like Tony Scott. It's like a Tony oh. Scott movie, dude. It's like, <laughs> he did. He did. He suicided off a bridge. I mean, it's I did not terrible. know that. Yeah, Tony Scott had like massive issues with um, with um, self image and depression and stuff. He killed himself. It was oh, very, very fucking sad. Tony Scott's one of my favorite directors of all time, bro. Great films. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh my it's, god, it's really, really fucking sad. He, he um, I want to say the San Francisco Bridge, but I mean, I, I, I don't think that really matters though. But yeah, if he, it was he, the Golden State Bridge, that's a big ass bridge. I mean, he went out like a G. He fell for so long, he had time to think about it. That bridge is so big. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you have like time to, uh, I don't know, post something on fucking Twitter on the way out. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> like you got, you probably have some goddamn. I regret like, everything. Like have some receptions, and then you, you can still post and see the first two comments as they come in. That's fucking terrible. Oh wow. Um. Uh. So so right off the bat, I gotta say, I made some phenomenal that that I can remember on Saturday. I made some phenomenal recommendations, and one of them was to watch Solar Opposites, which is Solar I think Opposites I spoke is great. About that as well. It's it's fucking hilarious. So. So I'm happy to hear that, my dude. I uh, I love to share the wealth that is uh, that that is like really funny animated shows. It's really good. Um, I'm I'm watching another one now as well again on Netflix, and for some reason, because as usual, I'm a fucking moron. I don't remember the name, but it's 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 like there's three seasons. It's this dude that's on a space station and he gets this fucking weapon and. Uh, the weapon is like looks like a small little alien or, or something like that. Um, goddamn it's a series! Somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a series. It's really good, dude. It's really good. So there's three seasons of it now. I think they're doing a fourth one. It starts off really like jokey, jokey and shit, and it gets really, really serious. But it's fantastic. Um, wow, I gotta check that out. Listen, I mean, I'm jealous of you. You watch the series that you seem to be enjoying. I'm jealous of Fenrir. He's watched the series he seems to be enjoying. Uh, I unfortunately watched the series written by idiots who never watched Star Wars a day of their life. Oh, I'm talking go. about Kenobi. Go. All right, coming hot. All right, Kenobi has fuck it, that series. I watched uh, both yesterday as well in my um, and you know maybe it's maybe that's final space. That's the thing. Thank you. There's the fucking name right there. So so like I I watched that yesterday while I was feeling you know I had the booze blues. So maybe that <laughs> affected me a little bit, a little bit. But I'm sorry, like it's weak as fuck right now. The next four episodes need to be hella strong, son. Like it oh basically needs to go like this. I'm not going to do spoilers, all right? I'm, I'm in for it because Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan is a revelation. I love the character sure, in the role. And I know you're a fan of Hayden Christensen. So. Love Hayden Christensen yeah. and what he's going to do with Vader. I'm, I'm super excited. But uh, they chased a child, and I have one leg, and that chase, I could have went like this and caught this kid in two seconds and they drug it out for like two minutes. I mean, they just are make, filling time. They probably have about like 10 minutes worth of story I mean, the, and they have it, all this shit the point, they're shoving Roman. into it. Couldn't they have just made this a movie? They should have made this a movie. It would have been a tight movie. I, I believe it. I believe like they could have made a very good movie. 40 minutes instead of fucking six times 40 minutes bullshit. Yeah, even 210, like I think like right there, you could tell oh, a yeah, really yeah. good story, right? Keeping yeah, it under just, like... And and hey. so I are you sure we can't do fucking spoilers? Because I have a fucking question. You know what question I have. 
about something that happens at the end of season, uh, episode two. All right, all right. I have to quote my partner in crime here, all right? Sorry for everybody. Uh, spoiler warning. Uh, this man is the full measure, so I need to get the full measure out of him. Give it to me. What's your question? Dude, the fucking Grand Inquisitor is in Rebels. How the yes. fuck is he getting shot? Or well, sorry, stabbed with the fucking lightsaber, bro. He was impaled, and uh, yes, the Grand Inquisitor is in Rebels. Uh, we do not know if he's dead. Uh, he is. Yeah, I'm, he so, I'm sorry, dude. You take a fucking lightsaber to the stomach. I'm saying, like, you know, like uh, how are you not hitting some organs? Uh, uh, Darth Maul was chopped in half, <laughs> and he survived. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean okay he, so so it's, he's got plot armor is what you're it, saying it, well, i i do not think that this is the last we've seen of the grand no, inquisitor it can't be because they have to fucking bring him into the canon because this right. shit is canon right yes this is canon i wish i was I, shot I'm, out of a cannon I'm fucking but... tired bro of of like these guys shitting on like the stuff that we enjoy, like exactly what you're saying. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan is one of my favorite things about Star Wars, right? It's one of my favorite memories of Star Wars. I think he portrayed the character so great, so great. I enjoyed him so much. I mean, it, the the whole reason why those first, you know, like, like you know, couple of hours of new Star Wars is good is because of him and Liam Neeson. That shit is fucking tight. Yeah, but, man. Um, it yeah, they just take this, they take this and then they just like splooge it over like like an idea that they have. Like Reva, I don't fucking get. Like uh, isn't it to isn't it to you that Reva is basically like actually Darth Maul cuz Darth Maul is obsessed with Obi-Wan. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm waiting to see what her motivations are. They're going to they're going to show I can tell you what's going to happen. She's can I predict right now what's going she, to happen? I, I I okay, I have my theories, but you could go ahead. But what I okay, want to say is let's put a wager. All right. Oh, okay. 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 But right now, what I feel, it, what it, what it makes it feel like is, as the critical drinker always says, is the message. You have a strong female character of color yeah, that they're yeah, just yeah. shoving at that, you. Right? Yeah, they're shoving it at you. But they're, if you would, if, if you would have given us her motivations and made her a proper character, it wouldn't trigger people right away. But you're, you're withholding it. But really, what it's gonna, I, I believe she is the bridge to Anakin. Like they're gonna use her to obsession with him to get us to obi-wan and anakin meeting again um but and then she saves fucking obi-wan at the end and gets killed by fucking anakin it's gonna because you can't That's curry, my prediction. you can't curry favor with the dark lord okay he you know she's she's just trying to protect herself from getting force choked via freaking the skype call you know that that's what they're trying to do with that but like i have so many problems with this because the first thing i did when these two episodes were done i went right to the credits i was like i guarantee you neither of these episodes were written by dave filoni and i was completely correct because so, they so correct me i want to ask you a question isn't he like somehow like severely distanced from this project yes he's been he is the heir to lucas like he knows the canon inside and out yeah and, but i'm uh, saying he's he's expressly distanced himself from this project yes they there was shot, a story in the media about it yeah they shotgunned this project because the obi-wan was canceled it was not going to go forward through production and then um they just quickly picked it up 
this takes place 10 years immediately after uh, Revenge of the Sith, William. This takes place 10 years immediately following Revenge of the Sith. So right after Order 66, we are 10 years on, and Obi-Wan has been in isolation. What he's supposed to be doing is becoming an ultimate Jedi Master because he, he sits that's... in isolation training his mind, all right? And as a Jedi Master, one does not suffer doubt. One does not no, suffer regret. No, pussy at the he beginning of this. That his boy Anakin it was one with the living force, not lamenting his death. He would not be having nightmares. He wouldn't. Yeah, like, I, I, I just don't get it, man. It, it's like it's they go out of their way to retcon or to make you question a lot of the things which you kind of know as either a super fan or something like that. Because the point is, you can go right now and go get those fucking Star Wars encyclopedias and shit like this, and it'll explain the history of Obi Wan and just how. Like fucking hectic he became. Mm-hmm. And and now he's just and again, I think you said that on Saturday, and it kind of stuck with me because by that time I hadn't watched it yet. And it's like maybe we see this entire arc in these six episodes that by the time the sixth episode rolls in, Obi-Wan is like beast. Untouchable. Right? Yeah. But then that's also like an extremely aggressive character arc for six episodes where for 10 years he's basically like a bitch. That's true. I mean, he the rebels did it right, right? Because rebels did a lot of shit right, bro. But Dave Filoni don't fuck around. So exactly, Obi. When they finally showed Obi Wan all those years later, Maul is at the peak of his power, and he goes to fight Obi Wan. I'm gonna and get Obi my wipes revenge. The floor with him. Dude. He's just like he goes, one shot done. Yeah. And then he looked at him, and then what's that word I taught you today? Cock. <laughs> You have to do the hand. Oh, cock. There you go, my man. Yeah. Yeah. That so, means shit in Afrikaans. And uh, that's what I learned today. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're dealing with some shit. Obi-Wan is a fucking legend. Uh, I love the show. So I love that show so much. I love the uh, how it was true to the characters. And um, this show is also is- one of those things that kept on getting better and better. It did. Like it's, it did. It's, it's, it's a lot of the times, like, I especially with things that, that are like, um, you know, that we're huge fans of, right? It starts really strong because it hits you with those member berries and you remember what you liked about it. But then then it drags on a little bit. And you're like, these guys are fucking with my shit and I don't like everything like that. But Rebels was like, it went from strength to strength to the point where Rebels ended like phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, 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 what was it? Uh, the Phantom Apprentice is a masterpiece of star wars like the phantom apprentice episode if you don't watch any of rebels go on disney plus seek out the episode the phantom apprentice and it is it is up there with some of the best stuff in all of star wars and i love that show because i think somewhere along the way like they were they weren't sticking to their guns they made it very much a kid's show in the beginning then along the way they realized Hardcore like, Star Wars fans are hardcore, watching this. Like old forty-year-old men are watching this shit, and like, then they were we like, "Let's tap. turn it yes. up to 11. Yes. And then and that's what I mean. It kept on getting better. Like it, it hit you at the at the beginning when you were watching it. It was just like, "Oh, great! It's Star Wars, and it's actually really well-written Star Wars." And then later on, you're like, "Jesus Christ! This is well-written Star Wars for me." Like yeah. this is like this is like I feel like as a thirty-year-old, this shit is like hitting me. Like you know, yeah, it's it's. It's phenomenal. I would anybody that's that that thinks of themselves as like um, a moderate Star Wars fan or someone that really enjoys that universe or anything like that. If you ask me, 
out in fucking public somewhere. Like, what is the one thing that you would recommend as a fan that I might not have seen yet? The first thing I always say is fucking Rebels, bro. Rebels is great. I think it's a really good time. Uh, Yes, the Obi-Wan show. I will hang in there for it. Um, I don't know if I have to run. I don't know if I'm going to hang in week to week or if I want to wait till it's all out. I do want to start diving into Stranger Things right now. I haven't got a chance to bite yet, uh, but uh, I'm in it because I, I support Ewan McGregor. I believe the prequels have aged better. I think they have a, a more of a prominent place in Star Wars than their new sequel trilogy. And right now it's just it for me, it's. I'm just waiting for Mandalorian and anything else that they've put out has been very meh. So what's the what's the timeline on Mandalorian three? Do we know? I don't, I don't know yet. I, I, they're going to bring out Ahsoka next, which is Ahsoka is what they showed at Star Wars Celebration. Um, will we be, get Andor as well before then? Yes, we get Andor as well before then. But Ahsoka is a big one for Rebels fans because that's where we're going to bring in Sabine. We're going to bring in Ezra Bridger. We're going to bring in Hera Syndulla and Chopper. All the characters are coming. Is Rebels part of the Star Wars canon? I find it hard to keep up with what sort of happened first. Yes, Rebels is part of the canon. It is the time before uh, A New Hope. And uh, it fits right in. Um, And I can't wait for it, man. Yeah, I think, um, again, like... uh Dave Filoni, I think we, I'm not going to sit here and sing to his fucking praise anymore, more, you know, than I already have, but he, um, there's few people that I trust to write the canon or more specifically to defend the canon and, you know, like speak about it with authority and he's definitely, I mean, he might even be top because it's a person that's just immersed himself so much in, in the, the culture of it, but also in understanding like the repercussions of, okay, cool, if this happened like 60 years later, this happens and all that. And it's a very hard thing to keep abreast of when you know that there's novels that are also considered canon, the fucking movies, you know, all of that shit. So it's 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 crazy. It really is. Uh, it's a great time for TV right now, right? It Except is. for fucking Obi-Wan. Because <laughs> because because I see, I see uh, uh, DJs mentioning like a show, which I think all of us are looking forward to as well. Um... I, I think Better Call Saul is, it, it was an in-fucking-sane end to that shit. I really enjoyed Stranger Things, so I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. I thought it was great. So we have two more final episodes of Stranger Things coming at the end of July as well. We have the second part of season six of Better Call Saul coming mid, mid, uh, mid-June mid until, is it? Fuck, am I saying it wrong? I think it's like the last couple of days of June and then into July, something like that. Or it's the last couple of days of July into August. I could be fucking up. But um, yeah, and then we have Boy Season 2. Uh, sorry, Season season 3 that's dropping in like four days' time, uh, as mentioned, which is going to be very interesting because they're going completely off the graphics novel, uh, novels now. They're using, they're using the titles and stuff like Herogasm and stuff like that. But they're kind <laughs> of going off the whole... I don't know if you ever read the graphic novels, but um, but they're going kind of like, and it's it's going to be interesting because they did that in season two already, and I liked what they did. They kind of respected the source material, but you know, pivoted in a good way. So yeah, I'm excited for the boys. I'm super excited for it. I love uh, Carl Urban. I I feel like he's so underrated as a performer. Uh, his take on Judge Dredd is just one of those movies that is not respected enough. It, How did that never get a sequel, bro? That movie's phenomenal, all right? It's that movie's underrated phenomenal. as hell, dude. So, uh, the Billy the Butcher, uh, 
I'm I'm all for it, man. I can't wait for the boys, and I love what they're doing with uh, with that show. Homelander has now, you know. He's become an inspiration for me. Uh, he got to jerk off off the side of a bridge, uh, just you know, just, or off a building. Just he's the king of the world, man. I want those goals for my life to just be able to <laughs> hop on Discord, play porn games that people could see. No, I'm just kidding. I derailed, but I just want to be like a type of person that can do whatever I want in this world, just like Homeland. If you could play a porn game on stream, which one would you play? Oh, I would probably play... Bearing uh, in mind that people will then be able to see your O face. Uh, um, King Hunter. <laughs> well, I, that's what I would play. <laughs> King Hunter? Is that a game? I think so. I don't know. Someone in the chat tell me. Are you going to make me Google this now? Uh, I'm scared. Is this going to get me on a watch list or something like that? I would I would never. I would never. I would never. No. Uh, I, but would, speaking I of would... So, so really, though, right... Um, I would actually, like, I would blush. I'm sure I would. There's not a lot of things that make me blush. In fact, Wait, there's to, almost to nothing. stream an adult game, you would blush? Yeah. yeah. Are it's, you... It's, it's like a weird thing where... Okay, so okay, so let me ask you this, right? I, I, we're getting onto something really interesting here for me now. Have you ever been in the room watching a movie with your parents where there's a fucking sex scene? My father, not my mother. Okay. Um, and how was that? Uh, it was odd. It was odd. Did but you like, guys I, high I, five. No, I figured at the time he was letting me, uh, letting me watch it to like say, hey, you're, not, "You're a man. You need to be." Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. a, it's your rite of passage. I remember yeah, when yeah, I turned right. seven yeah, and watched yeah. my first six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he just casually would have Cinemax on after eleven, which was nothing but softcore porn, and like I would walk in, and my dad has a really bad Spanish accent, and he'd be like. Sit down, puppy. Take a seat. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I just be like, I, cool okay, though. dad. Like, I, I, I sit there and I watch, uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, what was uh, uh, Richard Simmons' wife? Uh, what was her name? Uh, but hold on, that's because that was going to be my next question. Which movie are we talking about? Uh, it was, uh, what was her name? I mean, was it proper fucking porn or was it at least like a, a normal movie with like some coitus in? So when I was a kid, we always had hot boxes, right? So like you could like pirate like film and TV. And like uh -huh. it had it had the plus and minus button because the waves would go across the TV sure. and you would you would adjust it just so you could see one titty for a second. Like proper porn. Like it, it was just like you used to be like this. You're just working it, you're putting in the yeah. work. And then, and then I would tell my brother, hit the button so that way I could get a little lit. No, 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 that didn't happen. But, oh, no. uh, <laughs> hey, I mean, what are brothers for, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I've never, I mean, I, I would eventually just be like, okay, like when I felt my, 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 my blood type change, I would remove myself from the room. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's so... So the first ever like sex scene that I watched, and I watched it with both my parents in the room, was Pretty Woman. Oh, yes, because because my parents, my mom had said that you know like I I so my mom tried to keep to this whole like age restriction type shit like in the house like I couldn't watch it, um, and this is before the time of like, I mean in Namibia it was different, right? Like we didn't have TV on demand and you know all that shit, right? So it was like someone would go rent like the fucking film. And like my mom was obsessed with Pretty Woman, by the way. So she might maybe like before I got to watch it the very first time, she'd watch it like maybe four or five fucking times. So that was going down to the video store every time and renting it and watching it. I was like, hey, oh, can I watch it? Like one time I tried to get the shit and like early in the morning I put it in 
and I was watching it and she like actually woke up and she was like, hey, what are you doing, motherfucker? And I'm like, oh, uh, nothing, nothing, you know. So so Pretty Woman was the first one. But the but Pretty Woman was like, I was like, is this just all this fucking ruckus was about? This is some stupid shit. And then I'll never forget this shit, right? I, uh, uh, I lived down the street from a buddy of mine and we used to carpool to school. So his mother would take, would bring us home in the afternoon and my mom would drop us off in the morning to school. And his mom was like super fucking easy in terms of like, like he could watch movies till like two in the evening, uh, you know, morning, whatever. He had house parties, all this shit, basically the exact opposite of what I had. And um, his, his mom like went away for like fucking two weeks and his older brother and him stayed home alone. And so his older brother had gone out to a party, had me and like two other guys over, bro. And we watched fucking Basic Instinct. Wow. And that was like, I, I think I got to say. Stone's I, leg swap. Yeah, but it's also like the ice oh, no, pick no, no, fuck no, no, scene. No. Yeah, basic, that is no, Sharon basic, Stone's leg, yeah, leg yeah, swap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is it. But it's also the ice pick fuck scene, which is at the beginning of the movie, oh. which is like super heavy. Right. But But wow. the thing is, the thing is. Again, I was living up the road, like like fucking four houses from this dude. And I wasn't sleeping over at his place that night or something. We were just partying there. And it was like 11 at night. We got in this thing and we were watching fucking Basic Instinct. We were being so naughty and all this shit. And of course, as we're like right, we're in the middle of the movie. My mom's at the door going, see when are you coming home, bro? And I'm like, God damn, we're watching Basic Instinct, dude. It was the worst. So, so I've had this issue with like this problem my entire life, where with, with the most fucking inopportune time that I could be with my parents in a movie, that shit's there. So, yeah, I told you not, not to good. bother me when I'm cleaning my room. No, for me, that movie, the first I'm one that like that, that made that that jump out of me was uh, Desperado. That Salma Hayek, Antonio Banderas scene oh, was shit. just like, oh, but that's, oh that's my basically god, softcore porn, bro. I know, it, but like I I wasn't expecting that, and we were watching this movie, and I was just like, things are happening to my body. I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah, but dude, I mean that's that's like Salma Hayek in a prime like. And, and 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 Antonio Banderas in his prime. <laughs> so. fun, fun fun fact that, that because I had that awkward scene with my parents, I shared that awkward scene with my wife and my children. I made oh, we all watch, you paid it forward. We all watched Desperado together when they were probably <laughs> at not the right age to watch it. And then Brittany's just like diving to cover my daughter, all the the girls' eyes, but you know she can't cover all of their eyes. Yeah, but and you the can cover the eyes, but the titties out. You know, and, like and, and, and I had to defend the boys. I was like, we can watch this. All right, you cover theirs, leave them alone. So uh, we all watched uh, Desperado way too soon in their uh, prepubescent lives, and uh, <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Because those Salma Hayek titties, they're all timers, and I got to give them two thumbs up. <laughs> what is that Dave Chappelle joke? We, we, the milk's we gone bad. The milk, I got to give them yeah, titties I, four I, thumbs down. I, I, I wish I had two more hands so I could give these titties four thumbs down. <laughs> so bad. Oh, so, my God. So pivoting off this extremely awesome topic, um, question. I, I know that you recently took up the challenge that I uh, gave you with Plague Death Loop. <sighs> it's, it's basically causing you to go into a death loop. But it got me thinking, and both of us are enjoying V-Rising a lot right now. Love it. Okay. And in many ways, right... If you look at the development and everything like that, V Rising can be looked at as an indie game in a way. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Deathloop would be considered a, you know, big fucking studio house push. You know, it's arcane, you know, all that shit, right? Um, so what do you think it is that, because it, it's clear that these big studios are becoming detached from yeah. what it takes to to really captivate an audience or what it takes to make a great experience and it does it's not because the ideas are bad the ideas are sometimes really good it's the fucking execution of that or 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 the let's rather say the non-execution of that right and then you take something like v rising where and i'm in a unique situation where i um you know like sometimes when you I, i don't know if you have this at the office or people that you run into but some of those people are gamers and they ask you like what are you playing right now and you tell them like i'm playing this or something like that and then you then you're in this unique position where somebody say i don't know that game and mm-hmm. you can explain it to them. And explaining V Rising to someone, at least for me, I did this today at the office, it doesn't sound that great. It doesn't you gotta, sound that you got you gotta sell it, baby. No, I know. And you're right, you're right. But the, the thing is, when when you say it, it's like you're like, okay, it's kind of like Valheim, but it's with vampires. So, you know, you gotta like vampires, it's good shit. But it's got like the like the building system in, like, you know, something like um, it's got like tech trees that flow into each other in a production, like something like satisfactory. And it's so it just sounds like you're throwing a bunch of game names at someone and you're like, it's like all of those games together in one, which is an unfair thing because V Rising is good on its own just by itself. But that's my question really to you is that is that V Rising doesn't necessarily do anything new, but it does it does the familiar things that we know so well. And and why do you think it is that it is so impossible these days to make a new idea or, or if you agree with me to make a new idea and make it stick is it because we as human beings we just want the familiar well yeah the familiar is warm right the familiar it, it removes the barrier of entry like anyone can pick it up and get into it if they in their mind can associate it with something True. right um and and what you were saying about the triple a games is what they get away from is they they storyboard all these set pieces and all this big stuff but they forget that 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 gameplay is king. It's the it's the it's the minute to minute what you're doing, not making me fucking read text walls and aud- and find audio logs and then to tell um, the story and to tell whatever, the story yeah. and then ultimately what you're gonna do is you're gonna put a marker up on the screen somewhere and say just run here anyway. And it's like yeah. games, these indie games, right? They they they'll they'll find their groove, right? They're, like like you said, V Rising. It's it's base building, it's survival. Uh, but uh, hey, here's a twist. Let's put MOBA like combat in there with a skill tree and instead of a story where you buy items will make it so that way you can get abilities for from bosses and then you can mix and match and make up how you want to play giving that agency to the player to play the way that they want to play is huge it's great with games like um what was the Greek one, the roguelite uh, Hades, where you can yeah. make up the way you want to play Elden Ring. You essentially make up the way you want to play. And and that's so good because it fills in the gray area. It's like watching an old car, uh, old show and in the time, like they didn't show you everything because it had poor graphics and they were getting away with what they can with physical props and things like that. And your imagination filled that gaps. So these games... With the, they're giving you the familiar, and then they're letting you go out and play the yeah. way you want to play. Make and your, your mind, your mind is filling in the gaps, and yeah. uh, it's just 
it's so it's so beautiful and i love to see it. And, and and the rise like like the corner host said japanese developers and now european developers are getting it like the west is not like uh the american developers they, are not european getting it sorry uh japanese or asian or whatever the, that the demographic that developer they've had it since forever mm -hmm. um and I, I get into this conversation with people sometimes where it's like you know uh alden ring has come out now and upset a bunch of people I actually did a poll on my on my channel a while back about this the thing is the thing is from software has been killing it for like since forever they make masterpieces but this is the first generally like generally accepted masterpiece mass Most appeal people, yeah yeah exactly which is a big fucking difference so the thing is the average from software fan that you run into will be like dude they've been fucking killing us in forever yes they have they have but to your fucking taste that's the thing mm -hmm. to that you were their target market the point is now you have people that have never like Dude, people literally go like, I don't know. I didn't know that Alden Ring was a from game or a Souls game. It fucking is. It, it's in its DNA. It is 100% a Souls game. But people don't know that because the mass appeal, the fact that they... Dude, let me tell you something, right? These guys are fucking... Bandai Namco is dog shit at fucking marketing. They are terrible, dude. And they somehow, even though I don't think they did it that good, they did something right with Elden Ring. Yeah, they made that it. Is, they, that, uh, that is, I'm having a moment of doubt now. That is Bandai Namco that was uh, in They published it. Yeah, but they. Yeah. But remember, your publisher is responsible for your advertising. Distribution, yes. And your Ad advertising. Correct. And, and, and so, like, it's they, they came a point when they realized that this game was going to have mass appeal and you started seeing it on YouTube ads. I don't remember ever seeing a YouTube ad for fucking Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls fucking 3, the remake on PS5. None of that, dude. That never happened. Yeah. The, so, the, PS, the PS5 version, I mean, the only advertising it got was first-party PlayStation, like, state-of-play stuff. Like, it was very not, like, forward marketing. Yeah, it had, the, it had a great appeal of... of of uh, you know going through the game awards and like getting it out to mainstream audiences but like shrouding it in enough mystery where its own hype was built organically then at the tail end of game of thrones throwing the george rr R. martin name on there it created yeah. this powder keg of anticipation and then when the first like like 90 minute demos came out it was good and that was just like it sent people yeah. to the moon and you and you had really really respectable creators in the sphere at that time guys like uh, you know vati and everybody that that put that were allowed to put out really decent preview content for that and um, they they did like they did a lot of things right at that time which 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 i think certainly helped hype the game up because that's the point though right hype can be both fucking super awesome to a game or it can be the killer mm -hmm. and in this case i i'm telling you right now they like even in my in my most tempered of emotions when i was like dude there's no way this game is going to be that fucking good it still shattered that shit immediately so so i can't to get back to my original point about you know triple a studios or anything like that is what people have to remember though is Alden ring is not an indie game no. It's made by a triple A studio. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and 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 it's made by a triple A studio that had a sort of like a niche fucking market before, but now they're mainstream. And that's why I made that fucking poll. Because to me, it seems like 
Like your shareholders of a company like From Software will now look at this and say, you have the fucking eyes now. Now you make a games as a service. Now you make an MMORPG. Now you make something that fucking steps out from you. And whether From Software says, yeah, you know what? Okay, we'll do that. Or they go, no, uh, fuck it. We're sticking to our guns and making something else is, of course, the story that will be told to us. But my question was simply this. Does it make sense? As whether you're a super fan of it or whether you're something. And the response that I got from it was super, super interesting. Where I have a lot of like diehard Elden Ring people that have commented on my polls and everything like that. And it actually almost went down the middle. Where where you had people saying like, yeah, you know, like if they're going to genre switch now, do something fucking crazy and do that. Of course, I did also offer up the the option here. Like, can we just get Bloodborne 2, please? Let's go. <laughs> so so that ate up a bunch of the audience as well. But it's it's very interesting to me because because just like we and you keep saying to each other that 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 Alden Ring changes the open world demographic now and all of that and everything like that. You also have to wonder about what Alden Ring did to From Software, what yeah. the success of that does to that studio. That's I, the other thing. I think if they were smart, I would put out a small game. Just just level set people, kill all the expectations for what they're going to do next, lay in the weeds, and then do like a passion project, like coming back to their mech series, and then just wait, and then refine what they're going to do next, whether it be an Elden Ring 2 or a Bloodborne 2 or whatever the next installment is. I would wait because they really need to theory craft and sit back and take in what they're going to do because even at the launch of elden ring they were kind of shocked at how they were going to present how the game looked because mm. of how beautiful demon souls remake was by playstation uh first party in uh what was the blue i can't blue, remember the blue name. point blue, blue point. point thank you there mm. it is blue point they were actually stunned at how beautiful that blue point made the game they were like oh shit on the heels of this and Elden Ring drops, they're worried how it's going to look. And yeah. in the early days, that was the early gig on Elden Ring was like the frame stuttering and some of the performance stuff. Uh, sure. But go back in, re-examine your engine, take time, make a smaller game, come up with a new engine and then come back with something big. I think that's what they should do. Yeah, I, I, I either which way, I, I wish them all the success possible, obviously. And I, and I hope that they're able to, you, there's, there's got to be a sort of like a, I don't want them to bring out another game next year, but my point is there's a strike while the iron is hot kind of thing here that you have to capitalize on. Of course, you know we're getting DLC for Elden Ring. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I need to know what's going on with Mikula, baby. Give it to me. No, I, there's there's no way. I mean, it's it's been all but confirmed. Have you seen this thing where the map keeps changing? How so? So I, I, I can refer you to some creators that have tracked this, but the, the, the point is that slowly as they've been doing these patches of theirs, right, they've actually been updating the map and changing some of the geography and moving some things around and changing some of the faces of some of the statues and things. There's things that they've been changing. that It's almost like the world is evolving. And it's small little things, but some people have been taking meticulous notice of that and putting that out. It's very, very interesting because the thing is, like, if it doesn't mean anything, why the fuck would you go through that effort? Because that's got to take, that's asset redesigning, all of that shit. Like, why is that happening? That's interesting. It's um, very, very interesting. I, I, I'm very excited to see what they do with this game. I mean, they put so much effort into little corners of the world that they don't, like people still haven't found probably there's people still yeah. data mining and stripping and finding things and they have to have big attentions for this world because they 
they made so much extra space in this game, and we know that they removed things from the game. So, I mean, yes. they're definitely going to come back like with Mikula, a lot of stuff. the whole thing with Mikula. Yeah, that, like that's Mikula. like a massive cut content piece, yeah, for sure. I'm super excited for it, but this is the Separated at Birth podcast. What do we do here, right? We enjoy all genres of entertainment that remind us of why we've come together. So, incidentally, we started this stream talking about movies. We've spent some time talking about video games and now i want to take a little time to talk about some music okay sorry Let's my go. friend i'm going to commandeer the show for a little while but uh, it's important that we uh we take time to remember that in 1616 the literary world suffered what was thought to be the greatest blow to the world of linguistics with the death of William Shakespeare. A void existed in the world of the written word that seemed could never be filled. Not by frauds such as Agatha Christie or C.S. Lewis or Ernest Hemingway <laughs> or even Mary Shelley. No! It wasn't until September 27, 1982 that the world received the second coming. All right? In the of birth of Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. A.K.A. Little Wayne. His mastery of the spoken written word it keeps the world turning where he seemingly creates new combinations of things that were never thought of and should be immortalized in stone. That brings us to today's challenge. We are going to dissect 10 sets of lyrics, and it is up to you, my partner, The Full Measure, to determine if these lyrics are from Mr. Carter and what we call, is it Wayne or is it whack? Now, here are the rules. I'm going to read off some lyrics and... It is up to you to determine if these lyrics come from the artist Lil Wayne or are these whack things that came out of my mind, all right? And I would like to propose some stakes to this challenge, okay? And I hope in a future episode you guys all come back and my partner issues a challenge to me and we have some punishment streams, okay? We, we take from these things and if he fails to meet this challenge, I submit to the channel some options of punishments and then we vote on them and then others can do it for when he challenges me okay so i have a question already ask me what is what is constituted as passing this challenge like how many do i how many are they just how need many to get questions there are 10 questions how you many do to, i have to get right you need to get six out of 10 correct 60 percent I, I, I've, I've i've been in like a fucking 75 percent of my whole life so i think i can do it i think I can all do right it. I believe in myself. I spent a lot of time on this, okay? And by a lot of time, I spent... I'm fucking scared right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very scared. It's like um, I'm scared, but extremely, you know, curious. <laughs> like, it's like a weird thing right now. I'm going through all of the emotions on the chart. So, without further ado, I will bring you all and debut the premiere episode of Is It Wayne? Or is it whack? Now, if people enjoy this, we can return to this series with more lyrical masterpieces and present them to my partner who loves the best form of music, <laughs> rap music, hip hop, and fuckboy music. I but was without... going to say, like, you, you got to remember my boys, the boys that fuck. That's right. Without further ado, question number one in Is It Wayne or Is It Whack? Had a dream that my dick turned to Megatron but my girl was sleeping with Decepticons. Is it Wayne or is it Whack? Go. 
Had a dream. Dude, it sounds like something I would write. <laughs> One more time. Had a dream that my dick turned to Megatron, but my girl was sleeping with Decepticons. <laughs> um, dude, I gotta say that's whack, man. I want it to be real. I want it to be real. It's incorrect. Seems... That is one F. Dot Carter. No fucking way. Cor <laughs> I wish we could play the lyrics to these songs just uh, as kind of like, uh, you know, when you get it wrong so you could hear it's it. It's so good, though. But that is Little Wayne himself. <laughs> I told you, he's a master, okay? He's a fucking lyrical, a lyrismith. Question two. Are you ready? Hit me. Let's go. I got to redeem myself. I'm trying to eat healthier, so I ate a veggie, sucked on that pussy. I feel better already. Is it Wayne or is it whack? I'm, I'm, I'm going to need, a, I'm gonna need a, a reverse. Let's go. I'm trying to eat healthier, so I ate a veggie, sucked on that pussy. I feel better already. Is it Wayne or is it whack? Quiet on the set, please. Let him think. <laughs> Dude, I think that's real lyrics, bro. That's Correct. Be... That yes. is Little Wayne. Fucking ding, go. ding, ding. Little he is Wayne, on Wayne the board. Is, is, yeah, come on, dude. That's it. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is on the board. Now, oh shit, dude! I, you I'm have, like, I am if, so like relieved right now. I'm saying like I didn't want to get two wrong in a row. Is what I'm saying. We we will institute one lifeline should you need it as we press on on this daunting challenge, dealing with some of the best wordsmiths in the world. Question number three: My dick so hard it make the metal detector go off. My dick so hard, it make the metal detector go off. Is it Wayne or is it whack? Your dick so hard, it make, it make, <laughs> it make the metal detector go off. That's real though, because I mean, that's like, you don't go, it, it's gonna make the metal detector go off. It make, you know, come on. That's, that's real. That's gotta be real. Is it little Wayne or is it whack? Oh shit! Okay, it's whack. It's not Little Wayne though. Correct. It is one, two chains, Let's and my dick go. so hard it make the metal detector go off. Correct. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, you know. Listen here. Listen here. You know it's been in a song when it's like that. It. You know. It make. You know. That's. <laughs> Dude, come on, dude. That's been in the song. Let's go. Question. Okay, I'm feeling good, dude. I'm feeling good. I'm All right, good. how are we doing at home? It seems the audience seems to be doing well on these. I did not know one Arconis Wolf is a hip-hop connoisseur. He is Question. a massive hip-hop connoisseur. Number four. Are you into astrology? Because um, I'm trying to make it to Uranus. Is it Wayne or is it Whack? Are you into astrology? Cause um, I'm trying to make it to Uranus. Is it Wayne 
Or is it whack? You and me both, buddy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, that's that's. I mean, that could be a lyric, but that's not Little Wayne, bro. It's whack. It's whack. All right, that is Kanye West. You are correct. <sighs> let's go, dude. Dude, let's go. All right. <sighs> We are halfway there. You are killing it. He is heating up. Question number five. Oh, I'm sorry. Question number yeah five. Here we go. All right. Question number five on is this Wayne or is it whack? That pussy boneless. That's Chick-fil-A. That pussy boneless. That's Chick-fil-A. Is it Wayne or is it whack? <laughs> Quiet on the set. He needs to focus. Come on now. <laughs> Chick-fil-A really. Um shit. Again, I don't I don't think that there's a chance that this isn't a fucking lyric, but I don't think it's a little Wayne. It's it's too it's too on the it's too on uh, you know on it, right? That no. pussy boneless. Yes, Chick Fil A. Is it Wayne or is it Wack? <sighs> Fuck, man. And then on the other hand, he's kind of raw sometimes, bro. Like, would you like me to use it in a sentence? <laughs> yes. Can I, yes. Can I? Yes. Can I please? Can I please have it in a sentence, please? <laughs> that pussy boneless. Mm -hmm. That's Chick Fil A. N word. Okay, it's Lil Wayne. Correct. <laughs> 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 I, dude, when there, that was it. That was it. When you, when you hit me with that last part, there, boom, it's done. It's done. <laughs> All right. Question number eight or six. Question number six in this super serious game of is it Wayne or is it whack? Things are heating up. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. No, that's no, that's whack. That's 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 a silly lyric. It's a silly lyric. That is digital underground. You are correct. You are yeah, killing that, it. Lil Wayne is is like that guy's a fucking artist, bro. I, I, I compared him to Agatha Christie. Where have you been? Are you not paying no, attention? No, you said he's better than Agatha Christie. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not, though. But yeah, come on. Let's go, dude. Okay. Qu question number seven. I'm in the ocean getting shark pussy. Is it Wayne or is it whack? I'm I in the ocean. <laughs> Getting shark pussy. Ten seconds, please. Um, can I can I use my lifeline? No. <laughs> okay, can you use it in a sentence for me, please? Sure. I'm in the ocean. Getting shark pussy. Okay, it's it's that's whack. Incorrect. <laughs> Really? That is one Dwayne Carter. No, which song? Oh, I didn't put the song for that one, but it is Little Wayne. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in the ocean getting shark pussy. 
That's a fucking. That's a dude. That's like I mean somebody right. Hold on. Like this is the, like somebody reads this and then goes to dude. This thing slaps. <laughs> Tell me about this shock pussy. Like, William, that's the name wait, of the song. You in Atlantic City last year? <laughs> like, okay, okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's going to get much more difficult from here on out. I hope okay. you're prepared. Well, I think I already have. I need one more that I have reached the sixty percent. I think so. I'm, I'm here for the check. All right, here we go. These N words think they hard. These N words just nipples. Is it Wayne or is it whack? <laughs> they nipples. <laughs> is it not hard? <laughs> um. These N words think they hard. These N words just nipples. Is it Wayne or is it whack? I think that's Wayne. Correct! <laughs> Let's go, dude! What the fuck? <laughs> you Let's are go. killing it! All right. We have that's one. <laughs> we have okay. to prepare the set. We need okay. the mops. He is getting everyone wet with these words. I drink Hennessy straight with tomato juice. <laughs> Is it Wayne or is it whack? <laughs> That's whack. I drink Hennessy straight with tomato juice. Edward? N word. <laughs> no, it's whack. It's whack. That is correct. <laughs> yes. So is that did you make that up or is that like a like a lyric from another rapper? I was Manuel Noriega. Dude, Noriega is like, does is is that man still alive? Has he not been gunned down in a drive-by or something? Last time he was heard, he was saying what, 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 and no one knew why. <laughs> I'm dying, bro. <laughs> okay, keep it coming. Let's go. And this is the final question, but you already won. We are just doing this for bragging rights. You killed it, my friend. But she swallows so many nuts. You fuck around, find a squirrel in her throat. Is it Wayne? Or is it whack? Uh, one more time, please. She swallows so many nuts. You fuck around, find a squirrel in her throat. Is it Wayne? Or is it whack? These are the serious questions that people want to know. I want it to be Wayne, so I'm going to go with Wayne. Correct! Let's go, dude! And with that, we have the inaugural game of Is It Wayne? Is It Whack? Slayed by my partner, The Full Measure. He came in here and swept the field, all right? Was anyone prepared for such dominance? No, I say no, they were not. Was it 8-2? Was it, it was 8 to two. Is it eight two or seven three? Was it eight two? Did I get eight two? You only got two incorrect. I Let's will repeat what you go, got wrong. <laughs> you for, you got shark pussy wrong, and you clearly do not watch Transformers and have sex. <laughs> and here's the thing, though, dude. This, that shark pussy is a mistake you only make once. <laughs>
Like, like I could get that in a quiz show, like fucking twenty years from now. I'll be like, no, 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 no. You fooled me once. That shark pussy's on movie. You fooled me twice. That's fucking done, dude. It's done. No, well, oh my I, god, dude. Thank you so much for that. That was. That's just. How did you keep a straight face? It was very difficult. I need to turn off my announcer voice. But. <laughs> Is it oh Wayne or God. is it Wack? It's just the beginning. There is there, a gem comes from this man every other week, little Wayne. We will be back with more in this series. So please stick with the Separated Birth Podcast, where you too can find out if it is Wayne or if it is Wack. Let's go. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> that was that was fucking awesome, man. Uh, we we have to like you know what I'm gonna do though, right? I'm gonna edit in the fucking lyrics to a video and release it as a side cut to this because it'll just dude fuck dmca and it's butt butthole <laughs> we just gotta do it because it'll be so funny man that was fantastic dude that was hilarious like and uh, yeah i i don't know dude the shark pussy should kill me dude i, I can't this was a passion project for me, okay? I sit alone in the dark, and I listen to Lil Wayne lyrics, and I just wonder, how is this not man ascended into sainthood? Uh, the lyrics are just insane. Um, a, a close second is 2 chains. Some of the things that that guy comes out with is just insane. I, I, I die. But, uh, I gotta man, say, you... I'm not that familiar with 2 chains and stuff, but me and you both share a huge love for Lil Wayne. Oh my so... gosh, I love Lil Wayne. Uh, listen, if you want to laugh and not take anything too seriously, just focus in on 2 chain lyrics. It, it's, it's up there. It's just ridiculous, okay? <laughs> when I die, bury me next to two bitches. I mean, that album is insane, okay? <laughs> when I die, bury me next to two bitches. <laughs> Dude, my my thing is like like, and I, I said that just now as well with the whole fucking shark thing. Is the point is there are people in that room that hear him say it, right? <laughs> and Dave, that, 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 that like raps it, right? And 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 they go like, mm, dude, this fucking slaps, dog. And, and not one person is going like, you know, because it like breaks the mood, right? Because he's really focused and he's into it. Or do you think they all just like laugh their asses off and smoke no, weed? No. And fucking you ever like, heard Little Wayne crack himself up? It's hilarious. Like, ah! It sounds like me when I get going. So I'm sure he shits out this ridiculous line. He's in the booth, just like, n word, n word. I gotta say, I was wondering how we were gonna handle that. But I you got you, baby. It very well, <laughs> dude. <that's>... dude <laughs> I would have a dream of shark pussy now. I don't know what you did to me. <laughs> yeah, my issue is the the two that I missed. Now I wrote those lyrics down. You better believe your ass. I'm gonna be listening to that shit afterwards. It is what it is. <laughs> I like I like I like Dave's suggestion. Uh, on a future episode, we're gonna have two chains or two strange. Oh shit, that's the wrong one. Sorry, we're professionals out here. Uh, oh, here we go. This the one. Two chains or two strange. I like that. that. That's, that's good. That's gonna be a good one. Uh, that one's that that stuff is funny. I'm gonna dive into that. So so William is mentioning Tom McDonald. Do you know that person? I heard he had a farm. <laughs> so good. Dude. So interesting, interesting comment from uh, man. What the fuck? I keep clicking the wrong thing, dude. This this coke is hitting me, hitting me on different levels. So I see. Uh, <laughs> I'm from the streets, man. Come on. I was from the suburbs. I'm from the hood. <laughs> 
No, that's 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 phenomenal, man. I, so I, let me tell I you really a story. Let that. me tell you a story why that that comment hits right. When I was a kid, I was super, like, in the middle of the Biggie Tupac war, you know, going oh, on. Me, me being a Northeasterner, I was super uh, into it. Like, you know, I had the big baggy clothes. I was like mad hip-hop head. I talked real ghetto because I, I grew up in the Ooh, Mad streets. <laughs> I was mad streets. So I, I show up, and I have this new FUBU shirt. You remember FUBU? Oh my god, yeah. So that I was like in. a whole thing, like people got like like attacked for fake FUBU and shit at my school. Well like, listen, that was I, a I, I, I rolled in hot with the FUBU, right? I had the Tims on, fresh, tongue, tongue out, you know, just like rolling in, nobody fuck with me, okay? Then this big giant brother, like this dude, like his name was Roger. He just rolls up on me. He's like, yo, motherfucker, you know what that shirt means? I was like, yeah, N-word. Fubu. For us. By us. And he oh, just shit. knocks Did you me. out N-word? Yeah. Oh, at that time, that's how I spoke. But he, okay. knocked, he knocks me out. And he goes, with all the bass in his chest, no. For us. By oh, us. Shit. And I was just like, <laughs> oh. And then I started wearing sweater vests the next day. And I was a prim and proper boy. No, I, I, so, so back when I was in, 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 um, because I think I was pretty much the exact opposite of that then. I was like, white, white boy. So, so like, like the, the thing is, the first, the first year that I went into high school was when th then it was like joined, like, like there wasn't any more segregation, right? And, and so it was like a weird thing because that year, like you could see this like clashing of like cultures and stuff like that because they had basketball in the school and before it was always like so big thing in South uh, in South Africa and Namibia, of course, as you know, is rugby. You know, like mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So so and and you can't fuck with that though, right? So 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 like having having like people like go like okay cool we're gonna go watch the basketball game and all this stuff was like was like fucking crazy. But there was this guy. He was. Um, uh, his name is Frank, uh, and he was, I mean, lots of people thought that he was dealing drugs and all this shit, but this guy was like, a, like started at the same time as me as like a junior and we went up. And so there was a time of my, in my high school life that I, that I was in the hostel, you know, like a, a boarding school is how you guys would call it. And, um, and, and so was this guy. So was Frank. And so that, that's like a special bond that you build up with people in boarding school. It's like an extra thing, you know, and like there it transcends any kind of shit. Like it don't matter where you come from, like you're in boarding school together. So you're like boys. Yeah. And and so so there's this um, uh, there's this like our our P.E. or physical education teacher was this guy. He was also the headmaster of the um, of of the, the the boarding school of the hostel. And this guy like was so super sketchy. He would always walk around in these extremely short, like blue, tight little pants and stuff. And he'd make like all the guys do like aerobics and shit. You know, like like when everybody else is like playing fucking football and all that stuff. He's like, okay, guys, we're doing star jumps today. You're like, what? what the? You're like we're doing push ups. Yeah, get low on that push up. You know, like this kind of shit, right? But this guy was also because he was the headmaster of the hostel. He was responsible for caning you oh. if you got into trouble. And he got so much like enjoyment out of that caning. It was like weird. Like he'd like stretch it out and shit. So like if you didn't do your homework or something, you got sent up the fucking river. Then you'd go there, and then he'd be like, "Okay, I'm, I'm gonna need you to just just crouch over this chair here." You know, like this whole fucking thing. So we divide. It was really weird. Like he he had too. You much think he fun. was like some like BDSM guy in the back? I I 
I think so. I think well, so. There was something, a, something was going on there, is what I'm saying, right? So the story, or the point goes that that one time me and Frank, we got, we got, and, and Frank was mad, you know, N-word, you know, like he would speak like that. He would like, he'd have all the slag, everything like that. This guy was like something out of the movies for me. Remember, I'm like a fucking white kid from the suburbs, bro. I don't know this shit, right? So, so he, like both me and him hadn't done our maths homework and we got sent to this motherfucker. And there was like a bunch of other people there as well. So we were like eight boys. But three of us were from the hostels and, and like five weren't, right? So he, he's busy giving a class or some shit like that. And he's like, okay, all of you, you're going to line up over here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you all in one row. And he's like making this big show and there's people standing around and all this shit. And, and, and so, so like he, he, he's got us all like standing against the wall and everything like that. And he says, no, no, it's better. Come over here. And there's like a, like a gymnastics fucking horse or something like that. And he says, okay, boys, crouch over this gymnastics horse. And Frank turns around and says to him, no, I'd rather you just cane me. <laughs> and he says that in front of like maybe like a good 80 people or something like that, dude. And this guy beat the ever-loving shit out of us for that, dude. But Frank was like a hero for that shit because he said, I'd rather you just cane me N-word. <laughs> Do this hostile guy, bro. <laughs> and it was the most awesome, like, like one of those moments that I ever had in my life, dude. I ran into Frank like years later, bro. When I'd already gone overseas and I'd been away and I came back to the movie and I ran into this guy. And he was still as funny as fucking ever, dude. And oh my he gosh. reminded me of this fucking story. Because oh he said it was just gosh. so fucking hilarious, dude. Oh so, my yeah. gosh! I would be friends with Frank. He sounds nobody, like a legend. Nobody was wearing any Fubu in this story, by the way. So, no, I, well, I've never worn Fubu again. <laughs> oh, he, he smacked this, the Fubu out of you. Yeah, he beat the he beat the he, he, he beat, beat the, the Fubu, Fubu out of me. He beat the Fubu out of me, and and he beat the fuck out of me. But, <laughs> oh shit! I, I went home to my mom and I was like, "Throw it all out! Like, throw it all I'm out!" I'm done with this lifestyle. I'm this lifestyle this. got me. No more Fat Farm, no more Inichi, no more FUBU. Did you know all these brands? Like, holy shit. Like, I, dude, I, I lived that life, my, bro. I wore all this, like, skater shit, bro. Like, Ethnies and fucking, um, like, Element. Yeah, um, I, I moved like, on to the Element and Vans world after that. Coincidentally, Tony Hawk had just dropped and it, like, changed my life anyway. <laughs> you just went completely from one. I, I, I shifted, man. And I started hanging out with all the white stoners. I was like, yeah, man, you know, life's real freaking mystery. I don't um, understand how people our age could let a teacher hit you. Oh, dude, I used to get canings all the time. I got I got my knuckles wrapped with, with meter sticks. It was a whole thing. Dude, um, Fenra, that's... I mean, it, it's it's definitely a culture thing because because it's funny. Like uh, like obviously, my my wife comes from like uh, she was in a fucking convent in in high school, all that shit. That was like her thing. And so so to her, like if I tell her some of these stories, like how we used to get our fucking asses fucking tanned, she's horrified by it. She can't understand, dude. We um in grade ten, which is like when you're. 15 16 yeah we we have like um the in 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 namibia we had this thing like it was like this inter high fucking competition so the three high schools would compete against each other on all the sports and it was massive bragging rights that the schools would have and and so certain schools were better at certain things but there was an all boys school that was generally would always dominate and my school and then the other school would kind of like fight for second and third place and um but these guys were fucking assholes 
so 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 yeah and so they they would um would you know fucking tease and all that shit and it was all the stuff so the one year what we did is the 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 big rugby fucking game was like on the saturday so we went to friday night and we at the school the the school where the the rugby games are going to be showed there was this long fucking like driver that you went that had fucking like was lined with trees and we went and dug up four of these trees and moved the trees into the middle of the rugby field and planted, replanted them in the field there. Meaning that the next day they couldn't play rugby, so they couldn't fucking win. And so it, people kind of like knew that it was the senior class that fucking did that. But I mean, but it was the seniors that orchestrated and used all of our like, like, like fucking juniors and shit to do that. Dude, and they, they pulled like, like 10 or 12 of us into a room and they beat the ever-loving fuck out of us. But after they beat us, the guy said, listen here, before you guys go, that's honestly the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, so I'm just saying like we had to beat your ass on principle, but that was some gourmet shit. Like it's really like. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I would say in the, in the mid 90s to late 90s, uh, we call it corporal punishment. Corporal mm. punishment was outlawed in the U.S. except for in private schools. So my parents essentially paid to send me a school that would beat me when then they were taking breaks from beating me. So it was no, just like, exactly. a, it was like let, let someone else do this. My hands are getting tired. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's look, I it's often had me think. Right. So, I mean, Roman, you have kids. I don't. Right. And it's had me think about things like like what what would what would I certainly I can say this e easily and evenly. I would not do it to the, uh, and I don't mean to speak ill of a dead man. I mean, my dad's gone, but like, I wouldn't do it to the, cause my, my dad was raised a certain way and he passed that on to me and, and he, he tried to raise me the same way, but I heard stories about what my grandfather did to them, which was fucking ridiculous. I mean, my, my dad and his twin brother ran away from home when they were 17. Yeah. I, I ran away from home when I was 17 cause of my hidings. It was bad. So, 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 uh, I didn't get it that I, I never ran away from home, at least not, at least not in the way of like, bye, I'm never coming back. Like once I started making money, I was like, fuck you all, I'm out. But, <laughs> but the thing is like, um, I, I think it's like a whole, it was passed on and passed on and passed on. So, so I think like you take from that, what you, I think what makes sense. And it's going to sound weird when I say it like this now, but I think that, I don't think that corporal punishment is bad. I think I when yeah. when people like abuse it or get some form of joy out of it, obviously that's fucked up. But the point is that I can look now and see, for instance, like my wife's sister, her like so my our nephews, right, or her, her, their kids, right, that that grew up without ever you know feeling like. And I'm not seeing the back of a hand, they fucking rod, whatever the fuck, right? But never any of that. Like they they have like quiet time or we take your fucking tablet away or some shit like that. And it's just not the same. No, it's, it's not it's, the same. It's not the same. And so they, maybe I'm old fashioned or something like that. And maybe, maybe corporal punishment is fucking terrible. I don't know. But I, I certainly don't think I turned out that bad. And there's there, there was there was a thing in me when I did something bad that I like that shit put the fear of God in me. I was like, oh my God, my shit's gonna get fucking like I almost said pounded, but that's something else. But you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you know, with my kids, um, I never do it out of anger. I never do uh, where it's like this. No, you shouldn't. You gotta take the I, my, emotion out of it. Yeah, when I would get beat, it was like for any little thing, and there was always like this big like ah shit storm with it. But like um, no, it's always dispassionate. It's always um, 
a question. Would you rather lose this uh, this item for a week or would you rather get a hiding? And like I let them have the agency to choose what's going to happen to them. And then um, it's funny, it, though, 10, uh, like nine the, out of 10 times, ten, they'll, no, take the the, fucking, they'll take the beating. 10 out of 10. They take the beating. 10 yeah. out of 10. Ten, especially, oh, especially my oldest daughter. She lo- and she's funny. That one. She will never give me the satisfaction of a cry. She looks at me cold in the eye. Oh, she stared you down and stares at me. And oh, oh, damn. She's like, "Is this all you got?" And like, oh she won't my say God, it. Dude. She won't say it, but she'll look at me like the whole time. And I just, I respect the shit out of her for it. But uh, yeah, I think I, I, I think I, I'll go with ages. Right, my oldest is eighteen, and my youngest is is seven. So in of all of that, I don't think they've ever gotten more than f- five hidings. So, I, I mean, dude, I fell off. Um, <clears throat> I fell off the roof uh, as a kid uh, after having been repeatedly told by my parents, specifically my dad, to stop fucking around. And I, I fell into some rose bushes that were surrounded by this Ooh. concrete fucking belt thing, and I, I basically almost in a way like snapped my kneecap in half, and. I, like so I, I was like that's hospital time right i still got a fucking hiding on the way to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so i mean needless to say i never played on the roof again but but yeah that was just i mean i don't there's not a part of me right now and i can say this categorically there's not a part of me right now that that sits and and remembers one of those fucking you know canings and going like oh this motherfucker touched me you know like yeah, there's, there's, yeah, no, yeah. No, there's no, none no. of that in there um, and I believe that all of those things, they obviously brought me to where I am today. But yeah, some of it was a little bit, uh, I think you said it very well when you said like the emotion and the thing about it. And it, it should never be like, I, I don't think it should ever be done in anger because that that would probably be, you know, like then you start tapping into some, you know, animalistic. Yeah, now you're, like yeah, now you're releasing rage on someone yeah, you're supposed yeah. to love. And that's, no, exactly. And, and it's about the, 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 the main thing is it's discipline, right? It's mm-hmm. not about lashing out or anything like that. But it's about, I, I think, something that's severely lacking, I suppose, and this is some boomer shit now. But the thing is, like, people don't understand repercussions anymore. That's and, that's such a great word. I, I used this yesterday. I said actions have consequences. Yeah, yeah. And there I my kids were never the kid at the supermarket or the shops that are yelling at their parents. That no. would that would mortify me. That would mortify me. My I once I once threw a tantrum for some I guess it was a fucking Lego. It must have been a Lego, dude. I was obsessed by it. That I wanted in a shop and because <laughs> it, you know my parents were like, bro, you can get it on your birthday. And I was like, fuck that shit, it's two months from now. And I threw like a tantrum shit. My parents left me at the shop, bro. Like they left and came back like three hours later. You're like, are you like, uh, are you, are you like, uh, are you calm down now? Like, are you good? So, so yeah, I mean, I'll never forget my grandfather's last words. Stop shaking the ladder, you little shit. <laughs> so evil. So evil. Yeah, no, so, so I, I think, I, I, I think left, the repercussions with- thing is a big thing. I mean, and I'm left with these immortal words that I tell all parents, all right? And I, and I wish this for you, so I will tell it to you. You will love your child. But do you like them? Raise children that you will like. Okay? Because okay. <laughs> if they're little shitheads, that's your fault. <laughs> no, and, and I fully, I fully, I, look, my big thing is as well, like, I think me and you have spoken about a bunch of times that, like, you you get people that act as if, like, you know, they've never been checked. They, they've they've never had that like oh fuck moment where you're like okay cool like I'm about to catch a beating or I'm about to be disciplined or something like that and I fully deserve it because I was a piece of shit 
And this is now, you know, there comes a time when you take your licks, mm-hmm. right? And that's and that's the thing. Like I feel, uh, and again, this is it's super easy for me to sit and say this here now because I don't have any of my own kids, so I don't know. I don't know those exact emotions that you go through at that moment where you might be like, eh, "Motherfucker," you know. Like I, I get that, but but I have to think. I have to think that that a certain amount of this is like very, very, very like like it's on parents. Like if your kids grow up to be little like shit heels that have no respect for anything, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, who would have ever thought we'd be on the separated birth part? I was talking about taking beatings from our parents. Dude, if I ever I spoke to my mom, nanny, grandpa, or papa, the way done kids speak to their parents, I've gotten the strap again. Dude, I mean, it, it's, it, it is what it is. Like, that, that was, it's also like with my parents, I had this thing like, like, it's all fun and games until you got that thing like, <laughs> and then you're like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Message clearly received. I'm I'm gonna stop right now. Like my my grandma had a had a collection of of switches of sticks uh, that were like that were like some were shaved of the bar, yeah, some like, were more he was, flexible. He was a little bit of an asshole to like this this guy. Yeah, gonna get so, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was like it was like going to Ollivander's shop in Harry <laughs> Potter. Instead of finding your wand, you had to find the stick that that Mita was. But gonna if you picked the you wrong with. one, you still got the big one. So so it was this whole thing where 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 you're like, okay, yes. pick it, pick it, motherfucker. You're yes. like. Uh? Like, no, 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 it's, uh. no, you mean this? <laughs> I was you don't with, like, choose I was, the I, wand, Harry. The yeah, wand I, chooses you. I, I looked at the wand and I'm like, this is like two steps up in it. Like, I'm like, okay, it's, it's this one. <laughs> it's this one, right? It. I just. I never in my entire life, my fucking dad wasted time with those first two choices because I never got those. Those are for show. It oh might as well have been God. a feather, a feather and a tie or something like that. Because it's like the only thing, like you maybe choke me out with the tie or something like that. But those two will never get, they'll never get, those are like the testers. You're like, no, 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 keep going. Keep going. You're going up the, you're going up the row here. Let's go. Did you ever, you know. did you have a relationship with your grandparents? Uh, no, I only, I only had my grandma, but they'd all like passed away by the time I was, by the time that I can remember. Um, a lot of them were alive um, at the time I was born, but but like went in like might say between one and seven for me, something like that. The only one that was alive was my uh, my mom's mom, and she went like fucking like proper Alzheimer's dementia, fucking ape shit crazy, where she kept on thinking <laughs> I was her brother and shit. And she actually we had a lot of, a lot of fun with her. She's like fucking run away. She was like with like crazy dementia where you like fucking like a secret agent and you yeah, fucking yeah, try yeah, to sneak yeah, off, yeah, 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 off yeah. the reservation. You get like a cab and you like you leave and you know like this crazy <laughs> shit. So so uh so yeah no unfortunately not. I only had her and like I said I don't have her that much. Yourself? Yeah, no, I had both of my grand, both. Well, my one grandfather died a long time ago, but like um, before I was born. But my one, I had my two, my grandma and grandparent on my mother's side. But then my one grandmother on my father's side. She was like, my father was very poor. Like grew up in a hut on the islands, and like the, my grandfather left, and then was like sending money back anyway. She was this bitter old woman who hated everyone. And then she when 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 my grandfather died and she got the lot of cash, she then immigrated everybody over to America. Okay. And uh but she just was like still this woman that lived in a hut even though she had like this big house cuz she had got all this money. And like she was adamant on torturing all the kids. Like she hated us. Like she hated us. You, we we all look like my grandfather, and so we were oh fucking assholes. But she would come up to me. She'd be like, "She all right, all right, here's the type of woman she was. She got 
nice furniture finally. So she put the plastic on it, and no one was allowed to sit on it because we were all filthy so healthy. Was this for show? No. We, the kids were dirty fucks. We had to sit on the floor or else we would ruin her furniture. So she had the plastic on it, but she would come up to me and she'd be like, eh, Roman, you little pussy. Uh, you're just like your grandfather. Uh, he oh couldn't, my God. He couldn't handle this. And she'd get these like roosters, like from her pen. Cause she kept all chickens. Cause she was a bruja. So she would do like magic and shit, but she would take the chickens and she'd be like, hold it pussy. And she would spin the heads and pop them off with her bare hands and hand it to me. And I was like five and I'm holding this chicken and it's like shaking Dude, in my hands like, like something out of the shining bro oh my god bro she was insane that's why i used to kill cats a lot as a kid i think she fucked me up but like the she she <laughs> was she was satan incarnate all right like this woman was evil i loved her to death because like i wanted her affection but i could never get it and she smoked like 10 packs a day and I was, did she I would, go out like a champion i fuck you Yes, 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 she went out at 86, smoking every day still, like, shot someone with a fucking cigarette butt as she left, like, fuck you. She wouldn't speak any English, and I barely know any, like, real Catalonian Spanish, but, like, uh, Castilian Spanish, but, like, she would, like, walk around, and the only time she would, like, use English language when she was Sunday, when she would watch the Spanish WWF wrestling, and so she would let me sit at her feet and watch wrestling with us. luchador what, shit, like that Lucha stuff. Libre, yeah, like Lucha Libre. And oh I would, my god. I would sit, and I'd, I'd watch her, and, like, I'd be like, hey, am I, dude, I'm the one who likes wrestling, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the good grandkid. Am I doing grandkid. something right? Do you like am me I doing now? Right? Yeah, yeah. And then she'd, like, get the fuck away from me. But, like, she wouldn't speak English. Like, these were things that were translated to me. And then I caught her one day when I was in uh, the, the school, like, the because I went to Catholic school, and she was speaking perfect English with the Bro. fucking with the fucking priest, and she was running like this like illegal bingo operation out of the halls there. She was a fucking don, man. She ran like the Hispanic like underground railroad. She had like illegals like in her <laughs> basement and shit. Right now. And she fucking hated me. But listen, <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. I feel like she probably hated like a lot of things. She no, hated don't, like don't feel everything. Alone in like she hated life, bro. <laughs> she hated life, and she, but she went out like a champ. But this is the separated at birth podcast you get a little window into our soul uh oh you God. get to find out where your lives and your stories align you bring them to the chat and you show us where you have also been separated at birth from us this is a fun time building this little community with my partner and every week i learn a little bit more about you i hope you learn a little bit more about me and i hope through the chat you guys making us laugh you put your comments that we find funny we'll throw it up on the screen and you too can be a part of the show and find out how you are separated at birth uh we're gonna play some more challenge games we're gonna cook something up and then we're gonna have like these punishment streams we're gonna keep score and then we're gonna have to do nasty things to one another live on air <laughs> we hope you guys are with us for those so Let's please go. share this podcast out with people. We're going to try to get it out on more audio platforms. We're gonna, uh, you heard the full measure. He's going to edit some of this stuff up because he's a fucking boss. And we want to spread this thing. We want this to be a beacon for geeks, gamers, and people that are into the same weird shit that we are, that we can all come together once a week, kick up our heels, and laugh at each other's bullshit. Without further ado, full measure, take us home, baby. And that's Thank episode so 12. Thanks, man. Yeah, look, I, I, I can only, I can only, uh, like, like, you know, repeat a lot of what you said. But I think you sent us off into the stratosphere in the right way. It has been an absolute pleasure doing this with you now, but also all of the previous episodes. And there's many more to come. I want to thank everybody for making the time for us. 
to come and hang out with us because without you guys, this whole thing is just the two of us yelling at each other over the airwaves, which we do in any case. But it is what it is. But uh, it's just super important to me that you guys have a great weekend. I'm sure my partner agrees with me. We both have things planned this week. I think streams and videos and whatnot. So we'll be sure to fucking catch up with you again during the time. But if not, just take care of yourselves. Have fun. Don't work too hard because that's just bullshit. And we'll see you soon. Take it easy. Bye-bye.